Hey art friend, do you struggle with making consistent art sales? One of the culprits might be that you aren't clear on who your ideal collector is. I'll share four reasons why people aren't buying your artwork. This is super important because without knowing exactly who your ideal customer is, aka the person who is most likely to buy your artwork, you're wasting a bunch of time and energy and you're just gonna feel like a failure when really, there are four really simple reasons why you're not seeing the sales you want. Hey, I'm Precious and I've been a freelance painter for the last six years. I've always wanted to go all in on my art and build a profitable business and full-time income doing what I love. My goal in the next few years is to grow my business from freelance to full-time. Through this podcast, I'll take you along on my journey as I transition from freelance work to earning a full-time sustainable income. Follow me as I talk entrepreneurship, successes and struggles, and the strategies I'm using to build a business and a life I love. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. Let's begin. Hey art friend, do you struggle with making consistent art sales? One of the culprits might be that you aren't clear on who your ideal collector is. This is episode 38 of the Freelance to Full-Time Artist podcast, where I'll share four reasons why people aren't buying your artwork. This is super important because without knowing exactly who your ideal customer is, aka the person who is most likely to buy your artwork, you're wasting a bunch of time and energy, and you're just going to feel like a failure when really, there are four really simple reasons why you're not seeing the sales you want. So let's get into the four categories that determine who is most likely, or unlikely, to buy your art with the acronym BANT. This stands for budget, authority, needs, and timeline. Let's start with budget. In order for someone to buy from you, they need to have the budget for what you're offering. That eliminates everyone who can't afford your art and leaves those who can. So how can you determine what someone's budget is? The way I've been doing this is I collect other demographic data about my audience, particularly those who have already made a purchase. I look at what they all have in common. So for example, my ideal collector is between 40 and 55 years old. Most people in this age range have stable employment and more disposable income. That means they're far more likely to have the budget to buy my artwork. You can also use data like what kind of jobs they have, where they live, and other pieces of data that help you narrow down what kind of salary your ideal collectors earn. If you try to sell your art to someone who doesn't have the budget, nothing you say or do will make them magically have the means to buy your art. So it's a big waste of time to sell to anyone outside of this parameter. The second letter of the acronym is authority. Your ideal collector needs to have the authority to make a purchase. This eliminates people under the age of 18. Or if you think of a joint purchase, Maybe only one of the two people will actually make the payment. Your ideal collector is the one who holds the purchasing power. Again, trying to sell to anyone who doesn't hold any purchasing power is a waste of time. The third acronym is NEED. How much does your potential customer want or need your artwork? Your ideal collector has the desire for your art. Remember that people typically buy out of emotion, so this factor of need and desire is really important. If you also think about the law of supply and demand, if you have a supply of a product but no demand for it, it just won't sell. That demand has to be there. You just can't serve someone who has no need or desire for artwork. This too would be a waste of time. So how can you create that desire? Marketing. When you share why art is beneficial to your audience's lives, photos of your art in other spaces, 
and testimonials from past customers, this can help create a need for your work. People will see it and say, oh, I love that piece. It would look great in my home. So talk about your art to your audience. Tell the story behind it and watch how that desire increases. The fourth and final acronym is time. What's the timeline they need for your artwork? How urgent is their need? Do they need it as a gift? This tends to be where I see the fastest sales because there's a sense of urgency. The more urgent their need is, the more quickly they'll want to alleviate that need. But a lot of the time, people don't feel a sense of urgency when it comes to buying art. So you have to create that urgency by putting a deadline on when they can buy. So for example, when I open for commissions, my audience has exactly a week to place their order or they won't be getting a painting. So there you have four reasons people might not be buying your art. One, they don't have the budget. Two, they don't have the authority to make the purchase. Three, they don't have a need or a desire for your work. And four, they don't have any urgency to buy your work. When you can find people who fit all four of these categories, you, my friend, have found your ideal collector. Those who will buy your work over and over again and help you sustain a profitable and successful art business. I hope this episode was insightful and until next time, Artpreneur, take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Freelance to Full-Time Artist podcast. If you found this episode helpful, take a screenshot and share it on social media and be sure to tag me so I can see it and give you a shout out. And be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening so that you don't miss any episodes. Also, please leave a review if you found these tips valuable in your journey. It means the world and it helps me reach other freelancers with big dreams just like you and me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until next time, artists, take care.